Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's up and welcome to the Live Your Personal Best podcast. This is the place where I help current and former athletes like you to show up confidently in the gym and in life. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, a former Division I athlete and author of Elite to Everyday Athlete. I'm going to show you how to stay motivated in reaching your goals and how to have more fun doing it. So let's sweat it out and start living your personal best. Hello, hello. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Live Your Personal Best. If you're new here, I'm Emily Kaufman. We talk constantly about motivation, fitness, working out, feeling our best, goal setting, all of that. And so this is something that, you know, I live, breathe, always am consuming more about motivation. And today I wanted to talk about the subject of changing the narrative around what motivation is. And I'm coming up on writing my second book. I'm working with my editor now. And we came across this idea of needing to write my inspiration story. So my why behind this book, like why do I feel like this book now needs to go out into the world and this is something that we'll always be revisiting and sending off to publishers. And so as I was brainstorming, I wrote down a few notes on why I'm writing my book. And my book is a motivational book for athletes, not just, you know, competitive competing in the traditional sense, but people that are training for 5Ks and marathon and CrossFit or just, you know, working out daily, but consider themselves, you know, to be an athlete of some sort. So it's kind of, you know, paradox and kind of funny here of I need to write my motivational story about why I'm writing a motivational book. So I wanted to share a snippet of that writing in today's podcast episode that kind of, you know, is my big idea of today and what I want to be changing around the motivation. So from my inspiration story. Most athletes have been athletes for as long as they can remember. So when I reached a point of burnout my junior year of college, I didn't know who I'd be without sports. This led to me powering through the feelings of exhaustion, dread, and resentment for my sport. I knew I wanted to continue competing, but I felt like I was the only one struggling. I would Google motivational quotes daily, trying to find one that resonated with me. I would find things like, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you will be successful. But at this point, I didn't even want to be successful. I just wanted to be happy. The issue is there's only one narrative around motivation. We view it as giving everything we've got 100% of the time to become the fastest, best, fittest version of ourselves. But the truth is athletes can be successful without sacrificing their mental or physical health. Athletes can be successful in their sport and still thrive outside of it too. So that was a little snippet of the book. 
TBD on if it will show up in the book at all, if it'll be an introduction or the back cover blurb, who knows. Still just at the very beginning phases, but I think that it at least sets up the question that I really like to think about and talk about here and encourage others to think about, but this idea of motivation that we have I'm sure you can relate. You know, you Google motivation or motivational quotes, and it's all about this fact that you need to sacrifice something. And it's not like a little something, but motivation, a lot of people correlate it with, okay, if I'm motivated, I'm going to give it everything I've got. And that means I need to sacrifice things daily. And I need to sacrifice things that matter a lot to me. And I need to give a part of myself away for this. Like if you think about the characters in most TV shows or movies and it's like, oh, well, you know, they have to give up this big thing. They have to move away from their friends and family. They have to quit the only job that they've ever known. They have to stop dating for a year. They have to stop drinking alcohol. They have to like make these huge changes, right? Or these huge sacrifices. And while there can be motivation in that and while that can be inspiring and push you to make these big changes, I had already made that big sacrifice. When I put myself in the spot of where I was while competing as an athlete, I'm like, I've already sacrificed so much, right? Like I've already sacrificed so many of my high school years and my teen years to even be here. And I did move away from friends and family. I moved from the East Coast to landlocked Oklahoma, which doesn't even have a direct flight and is 26 hours drive from home. I'd already made these big sacrifices. I, you know, couldn't go to a lot of social events. I was always traveling for rowing. And so when I was now in this day today, you know, the narrative being fed to me with motivation is when you have the need to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, that's when you'll be successful. But I didn't feel that way anymore. And honestly, I couldn't feel that way anymore. I had already given up so much of myself. I had already sacrificed so much of my mental and emotional energy, my physical energy, like all of my time and energy was already going into this and I think this is why we start to see so many athletes now speaking on mental health is because we have made these sacrifices at the cost of it for so long and then when we don't see it pay off anymore right like it's fine when it is paying off and when you take some shortcuts and you're like okay yeah like you know my body's telling me that I want the break and my mind's telling me that I want the break but like what if I just get one more big break? What if I get one more win, one more PR? And so then we push ourselves a little bit and a little bit, but we never know when that breaking point is. And so if we only view this motivation and inspiration and, you know, getting to the successful end line as something that takes sacrifice and work, then I think that we're really missing out on so much that we could be learning about ourselves along the way. And so where I kind of view motivation coming in on this is that I don't think that the only motivation that we need is how to become the best, most successful version of ourselves in the traditional sense of success, right? That's usually the fame, the fortune, the money, the records, all of that, right? Like becoming the best of the best. That's what we usually correlate motivation for. But what I personally need motivation for is sometimes I need to be motivated to slow down. Sometimes I need to be motivated to take a break, to relax. Sometimes I need motivation around imposter syndrome. I need motivation on how to stay more centered instead of looking at my peers and looking at the competition. 
sometimes I need motivation on just how to keep going and not keep going at full speed ahead, but how can I make progress still? Maybe it's slower than I'm used to, but how do I keep continuing on at even a lesser pace so that way I don't get into burnout? So that way I do consider or keep pushing myself forward, right? These are all sorts of situations that need motivation instead of just the one and only go, 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 just masculine energy, just I'm not going to feel my feelings, right? Because that works sometimes, but then when it doesn't, it doesn't. And then you beat yourself up being like, why, why isn't this working for me? Like, do I need to just give more? Do I just need to be better? And so that was the point that I was at. I was like, is no one else struggling with this right now? So I think that's kind of, you know, the first pillar block or first thing need to address. I don't know what you want to call it, but I think that that's the first part of it, right? It's we need motivation for all scenarios, not just one. And then the second point is we have to start looking at success differently and also expanding our thoughts and narrative around what success is. Because for the longest time, it's been on things that are measured. And as I mentioned before, you know, the fame, success, fortune, right? Those things are very clearly defined successes. And those are things that we're always striving for. But I think when we start to expand, okay, what else could be seen as successes, or maybe mine doesn't look like someone else's, that's when we can start to become happier and maybe see where our motivation can expand to. So in my book, I wrote a poem and I haven't completely decided yet if it's going to be more of a poetry book or an essay book or just little things of motivation. I don't really know what it's going to look like, but I wrote this, posted it on TikTok this week, and I wanted to share it with you here. Everyone's outcome is different because everyone's skills are different, because everyone's goals are different, because everyone's motivation is different. So instead of wasting time comparing yourself to someone else, Go out and find what makes you different. And I know that I wrote this, but sometimes I write things and then I forget about it and I put it away and then I come back to it and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is something that I need to be reminded of. And so when I was looking at this, you know, I think that this is a great reminder where when we are comparing outcomes, it's so weird to me sometimes when we do compare the outcomes because one, everyone's skills are different, but also people's goals are different right? Like I will be talking with friends sometimes and maybe we'll be talking about our jobs. And we're in the period right now of a lot of bonuses and promotions and mid-year reviews across all of my friends. And so we're talking with them and a lot of them are talking about how they're getting promotions this year or asking their bosses for them. And while I could be jealous and probably a past me would be jealous, I'd be like, what the heck? Like, I haven't been thinking about promotions. I'm slacking. You know, all of my friends are doing this. This seems like the right thing to do. This seems like the next step. But why am I comfortable where I'm at? Where am I? Why am I so complacent with the job of where I'm at? But now when I was thinking about it, you know, their outcome might be a promotion and my outcome might be no promotion. And looking at it, that would seem more successful from their end. But I have to remind myself my goal is so different. My goal is building my podcast right now. My goal is writing book number two this year. And hopefully I'm also releasing a third book this year, right? Those are my goals. So I can't beat myself up for not getting a promotion just because that looks like that's what other people are doing. 
What if that was their big thing that they've been working on? And it probably was their big thing that they're working on. So while I get really excited about when my book's published, they get really excited about the promotion because those are both our goals and they are both different goals. And so those are the things that we have to remind ourselves because in the moment we could be like, yes, I have this one thing that I'm working at or yes, I'm really good at this one specific skill. But then when you see other people with different skills and different goals, you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I could have that outcome. And so the point of it is, is that if you see someone and they already have the outcome that you want and you think, oh my gosh, like my life would be so much happier if it looked like that or if I had just gotten there. Well, just know that even the people that have gotten to where you want to be, their skills are still different than theirs, yours. Their goals are still different than yours. Their motivation is still different than yours. There is no reason to compare yourself. So go out and find what makes you different. Find what makes you feel motivated. Really think about what is it that you want to work for and why. And then that's when you're going to be at the sweet spot of this is my success. This is working on my timeline that I am in control of myself and myself only and just stop looking and hearing about what everyone else is doing and consuming. And I think that we will be so much happier and so much more energetic and aligned with what we're doing that way. So that's all that I have for today, but I did want to talk about my new podcast episodes coming up for the month of March. So my New Year's resolution for this year was to be more sustainable and more eco-friendly, and it kept being brought to my attention, especially on Instagram. You know, I keep asking for different advice from people, and everyone will always write in, you know, eating more plant-based is one of the most impactful things that you can do. And I realized that that kind of left me in this weird position, you know, is promoting vegetarian and vegan a diet? Is it something I want to do? Or would I be falling back into my old eating patterns? Like kind of what does that look like? So I didn't just want to do one random episode on plant-based eating of just 20 minutes from one person's perspective and then never talk to it again. But I really wanted to do a deep dive on it. So for the month of March, I am doing all of my guest episodes are with different perspectives on plant-based eating. So we talk about and we talk with an environmentalist all about the impact that it has and the morals around vegan eating. Then we talk with a plant-based athlete who has some amazing accomplishments that she did while eating plant-based and competing. And so She's going to talk to us about how she actually made that happen, why she made that decision. And then we also talk with a dietitian on, is this healthy? What are some of the concerns? What should you look for? All of that. And so I'm really excited to bring this series for you because it'll actually let you think, one, from multiple perspectives, get all of your questions answered. And also, when making a switch, when making a change, you know, it's not something that you can just think about once and then be like, okay, I'm committed or not committed. It's something that, you know, you can work out over time. And so that's the goal throughout the month of March. It'll be coming up brand new episodes for you on Mondays, just like usual. So I'm excited for you to check that out. And I'll see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>